Thank you everybody for watching. Lance Bachman here, the Digital Lion. I'm excited to give you two of Philadelphia's best business attorneys on the show today, talking to you about how to protect your business and make sure you come out of the Corona-19 virus unharmed or the best you can. We were lucky to have Eric Rays and Lars Kackelman from Kackelman Rays Law Firm. And I know I mispronounced your name, Lawrence. Can you please tell everybody how to pronounce your name real fast, Lawrence? Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. Thanks for having us on, Lance. It's Lawrence Kalikman from Kalikman and Race. Can you please tell us a little about your law firm? I know I know a ton about your law firm. You've been my business attorney for over six, seven years. You helped the growth of one SEO and multiple other businesses of mine, Lawrence. Can you please tell everybody what you and Eric do on a daily basis? Sure. We're a boutique uh, civil litigation law firm that helps small businesses. We do business counseling. We do lease agreements. We open up corporations. We advise business owners on many different decisions they have to make. Uh, throughout the course of their of, of their business. Eric, I'm going to ask you the first question. This is the question I've been getting from all my clients. I've been inundated. I mean, Lawrence, you saw me work when we talked yesterday. It's, I've been working, my team's been working around the clock, really trying to calm people down. They're, they're not, they're, the uncertainty is very scary to people, right, for business people. And they're asking me, what are judges and jurors going to do if they wind up litigating this? Will, they, will we see unprecedented rulings and overturning old law for the new things of this virus you know i'm talking about tenants fighting with their landlords people fighting with maybe billboard companies people fighting with other past due bills that they just can't pay i mean what do you say to that eric do you think we're going to see that it's going to be business as usual when this is done everybody forgets about corona 19. i don't think that you can say that this is business as usual clearly there's going to be an unprecedented change clearly that what's going on in the country today and what's been going on for the past couple of weeks will be reflected in how judges and juries decide things, how the, the, the analysis behind the decisions, things are going to change. I mean, at the end of the day, when you're going in front of a jury, when you're trying a case, you have a jury of your peers. And a jury of your peers means exactly that. These are people that have uh, similar experiences to yours. They have went through the same thing, that they've been quarantined. They've been sitting with their kids for, for a week or so. So to say that those things will not re be reflected in the decisions that they reach, it's foolish. Of course, things will change. It has to change and it will change. Lawrence, what would you say to people right now? Because people, I mean, you represented me quite a few times where I had no choice but to litigate, sue people because they just wouldn't stop doing what I consider to be bad things or the right things. At this point in time, I mean, what would you say to people? Do you litigate? Do you try and make this work ahead of time? I mean, what, no, what, what would you say? I, I think people would need to stay away from litigation. I would try and talk my clients out of it. In fact, I think everybody needs to compromise because we're all in the same boat. We're fighting this as one country. We all have the same problems. Litigation is just going to be a waste of money and it's going to be backlogged going years, you know, going out far, farther. I think everybody needs to give a little. The landlords and the tenants need to work things out. You know, the businesses and their clients need to work things out with the vendors. Everybody needs to sit down at the table and compromise because we're all in the same boat. That's the only way we get through this. And I would be advising my clients away from litigation and more towards problem solving. Problem solving. You said, you said something interesting. The courts are going to be backlogged at a time like this. Is that because, can you tell people why the court, do you think people are just going to start pounding litigation? Is that what you guys are seeing in your law firm? What are you seeing in your law firm right now? That would typically, what would, what would occur after an event like this, even though this is unprecedented, but because so many agreements have been broken, parties were canceled, events didn't happen, 
uh, restaurants didn't order food from their suppliers. Now, nobody knows what to do, and it's going to be a blame game of pointing fingers. The problem that we have is that blame game is not going to end anywhere good. We need to sit down and work with one another to resolve these problems. That's the way to get this thing going. Eric, would you say to the people, if you litigate coming out of this, just flip a coin, that's what side you're going to come on? I mean, what would you say? Litigation is always a gamble. When you file a lawsuit, there's always a possibility that you're going to lose, regardless of how great you think your case is. And before you file suit, you better be sure that you think that you're going to win that gamble. In today's environment, it changes things because you don't know if you're going to win. Even if you have the greatest of cases, you don't know how the, the jury is going to decide. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to be sued, if you represent a wholesaler who sells products to a restaurant and you're suing that restaurant, the likelihood that you're going to recover, given today's account, economy and given that all the restaurants have been closed, is small. So you need to consider what is it you can do as an alternative. And the best thing you can do as an alternative is to try to work with the, with the restaurant, uh, make an agreement, either forbearance of the bills or hold it over for a period of time with the hope that once the restaurant, uh, this restaurant reopens, and it will reopen, I mean, this thing is not going to last forever. But once it does, there's going to be more opportunities for your business. There's going to be more, more sales that you're going to be involved in because of the way you conducted yourself while these tough times were going on. Because things don't, people don't forget things when the times are tough. It, it seems that way, but they don't. And all those, everything that you do now to work out things with your customers, to work out things with your landlord, they're going to be reflected in the future. But the yeah. last thing, while it's always an option, the last thing that you, they need, that you can do is you can always file a lawsuit. Eric, I just got asked this question right by my email right here. Someone says to me, hey, Lance, I had owe money to vendors and my landlord, I obviously can't pay for the next two months. My business is shut down totally. What would you do now? Would you reach out to these people and let them know by email, call them, or would you hire an attorney? There were the three questions he asked. I'm going to respond to them, obviously. It's one of my clients. Uh, Eric, what would you – we have a technical difficulty there. Uh, Eric, did you hear the question or no? I heard, I heard the question. What would you, how would you respond to that? So the way I would respond to that is I would say you have to be proactive. If you know that you're facing this, reach out to the bank. Um, <clears throat> just last night, the FDIC, which is the government organization that oversees banks, uh, they effectively came out with a bulletin where they said, to the extent they encouraged banks to engage in workouts with their customers. And they specifically said that if you're going to do this, and you're doing these workouts or modifications because of the coronavirus, we're not going to consider them to be bad assets. In other words, we're not going to penalize you because you have them. So to the extent that that's happening, if you know they have bills in the pipeline that you will have difficulty paying, don't wait until the last second. Don't, don't wait in, until it's too late. Reach out now. Reach out early. Let people know what's going on. Because at the end of the day, more than likely, the person you're reaching out to they're in the same boat as you are. There's Lawrence, no difference. There's no really no difference. I agree. Lawrence, here's a question for you. I think this is a, a one for attorneys out there, other people, because, you know, this shows about moving your business forward. We know we got to grow through these times. We got to push forward, right? Whether it be through marketing, where it may be. What are you doing, Lawrence, as a law firm? You're, you know, I don't use the word small law firm, but you're a, I think you have two or three, four partners there, correct? Yeah, no, we are a small law firm. We have no problem saying that. That's exactly what we are. We're a small business, just like you know, one third of uh, of, you know, just like hundred million other people in this in this country. 
What do you do for forward to stay in front of your customers? We're going through social media, obviously letting them know. We're doing email and we're communicating with our clients. In fact, more than we were before because courts are closed. We have the time, more time actually to get to clients, to discuss this case with them and give them some reassurance the best we can. That's what we're doing right now. Reaching out either by phone or by text as much as we can. So I know... Eric, what are you doing for a new client that, because I know every attorney I've ever dealt with, anyone I want to meet with, it's, I know he met, shook their hands. I, I want to know who I'm dealing with, right? I mean, Lawrence, that's how you became my attorney, right? I mean, so what, what do you guys do now? What, what do law firms do now? Because law firms have to move forward, and I don't think people feel that comfortable coming into any open environments right now. I think that what you do is you have to stand by your work. So in other words, if you have a new client who's reaching out to you that you don't have a relationship with, if you say that you're going to call them today, you call them today. If you say, if you can, for whatever reason, can call them today, then you reach out and tell them, hey, I can't call you today and here's why, but I will reach out to you. So being punctual, telling them exactly what you're going to do and doing it is the number one reason right now that you will be able to retain clients. Because that's the only that's the only way that you can prove to these people that you're responsible and that you care about their issues. Lawrence, are you using any type of technology to communicate with people, doing anything like that? Yeah, we're using Zoom to have meetings uh, throughout the office. All of our employees are, are working from home now at this point. We've been doing it since last last week. We have a uh, cloud-based management, uh, case management software. So we're doing everything. We're trying to keep the business as usual as much as we can, continuing to work on all of our clients' files. But you hit the nail on the head. The hardest part now is the new clients coming in because we don't have that personal relationship. But everybody understands the few calls that I've gotten today. And I explained, no, the office is physically closed, but we're open. We can re we receive email. We receive fax. We can get started working on it right away. We just can't physically meet you, which is that's our new world. So I don't want to talk politics. You know, I don't talk politics. You guys know I just don't believe in that. I think that's not not for a place in a public place. I always say only my friends and my family know where I stand. They don't like me anyway, so it doesn't matter, right? So um, on a serious note, though, the climate's changing so much for small and mid-sized businesses right now today. When do you see this ending and how do you see it ending? You know, people are scared and you guys have been through a lot. I've seen you. Eric, I got to know you. I've seen you be a bulldog at times. I see you be a shark at times. I see you be one of the most compassionate men I've ever seen. You know, Lawrence, we've been good friends now for years. You've been my attorney for years. Where do you guys see this ending? And I don't want to bring the political piece into it, please. Where do you, how do you see this ending and when? Because that's a big question I'm getting and people want to know. Like, let me say this. The, the one thing, the one way that this thing is going to end, and the I don't know. Nobody has the magic wand. I don't know exactly when it's going to end. But one thing I will tell you is it's going to end sooner if we all work together, as opposed to if we're fighting over these crumbs and pieces on the table that are left out. The sooner that people are going to start working together, the landlords, the tenants, the utility companies, the banks, the mortgage companies, to try to figure out a way out of it, the quicker this thing is going to end. And that's the magic formula. That's, the, that's what it comes down to. Lawrence, you want to add anything to that? Please. Yeah, I was going to say that we're completely shifting our model to problem solving rather than going into attack mode. We want to sit down because everybody needs to compromise and be reasonable. That's the way we get out of this. And whoever can adapt to that, those are the ones that are going to survive. Whoever wants to stay in, in the old ways, they're not going to make it. Now, here's a question because you guys are both good businessmen. I think 
people have to hear advice from businessmen. Um, I watched a pretty interesting, uh, interesting video, and this is my last question for you. I have one more after that, actually. But um, the SBA is going to be lending out emergency funds. I don't think that's been approved yet. I don't think the whole thing's done yet. But would, what, what advice would you give to people about taking loans out to keep their businesses up and going uh, right now when they're going to be going backwards? I mean, what advice would you give about these SBA loans? Because those SBA loans are high significantly wrap you around the neck and collateralize you drastically. Most people don't know that. Right. Well, I mean, you have to be aware of all the terms because right now in this, you know, we don't know what the future holds for us. So as a small business, you have to be careful on what you take on. And I get it. I'm a small business. I understand. Everybody's worried today. I got flooded with calls this week about how am I going to make payroll? Where am I heading? Unfortunately, I can't give those answers yet because it's too soon. But everybody does need to be careful when they're taking these loans out because you don't want to risk your financial future. It all depends on what the terms of those loans are. Do you guys get involved in that? Because I know one thing for sure. People are going to be running, and, and I say this all the time, bankers will give you an umbrella on the sunniest day, but in a monsoon, they won't give you a ranking. And, I, and I'll say this. They're animals. They're savages. I'll, I'll flat out any banker that's ever been in my office you're a savage. You're my best friend when you want my deposits, my accounts. But the moment the tide changes a little bit, you got a gun to my head. You know, so I don't think people understand how much power the banks have in these hidden agreements when you borrow money against them. So to use to use your analogy, what I will tell you is when you have a banker who has a gun to your head right now, as it stands, that the chamber of the gun is at least half empty. And with every passing day, it's becoming emptier and emptier. Um, the one thing you need to remember is there, Eric, can you explain that? Cause I think the viewers would really want to know that. Okay. So for one thing is, especially in the areas most affected by the coronavirus, the courts have effectively been closed. Philadelphia, the courts are closed. Um, there's, you, you can certainly keep filing things, but nothing else is going to happen. We're not even sure if the new filings are being accepted. Federal courts. Yes. They're continuing to operate on a limited basis, but the state courts, the court of companies of Philadelphia County, Bucks County, Montgomery County, those areas that, have been, that are being hit uh, harder than, than, than most, the courts are closed. So without being able to go to court, the ability of a banker to do anything legally to you as a borrower is limited. Those are the bullets that they have in the, in the chamber, and those bullets have been taken out. The one thing that bankers are also good at, other than holding the gun, is they're really good at doing workouts. And what I would, uh, my understanding is that a lot of these banks, they're shifting their uh, their in-house departments that would do loan underwriting. In other words, those that would give out loans, they're shifting them and transforming parts of those departments to do what are called workouts, which means taking loans that are not being paid on time and working out an agreement with the borrowers. To figure out a way to get back to get that loan back to normal payments, to get back out of default. So those things are those things are happening. Um, with respect to the loans, SBA is just one agency that gives out these loans. That's a federal agency that gives out specific loans for businesses that need need money. But there are others. There's a, there is a uh, parallel state agency in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that is also giving out loans. Their process for getting loans is a lot easier. I mean, they still are going to have a lot of hooks in you because these are government loans. But uh, my understanding is especially the, the, uh, the Pennsylvania uh, agencies are giving out those loans. Those loans are, are interest free. 
And at the very least, they, they will give a small business some breathing room to figure out what's going on, whether it's to pay the payroll or to just get, get them over this initial period of time when, time when everything seems to be kind of crashing down on them. Lawrence, do you want to add anything at all for the viewers? Yeah, I, I just want to let everybody know that we're going to be doing free business, free consults to small businesses right now during this time. As more information comes out, they can reach out to us and we're going to try and help them as best we can moving forward. Explain that. You're going to do a free. So that's just doing me off guard. So the viewers are going to know that. So yeah. two final questions. Can you please explain what you mean by a free console? What that yes. means? Either. I don't know if you're say that. Right, right now, it's not going to be in order, so. right, Yeah, right now, it's not going to be in person, but initial consultation based on, you know, what's going on. They can reach out to us by phone or email or text uh, or some sort of uh, other, you know, format. And we will do an initial, initial console for free to all small businesses. Know what I love about you guys, and I've always said this, you guys are, you know, I feel like lawyers are champions of the people when it comes to business. How would people get a hold of you, Eric and Lawrence? One of you could answer it. How would they get a hold of you? If I wanted to reach out to you, how would I contact you? The, I think the only thing that's different now about reaching out and contacting us is that they can't walk into our office and have a conversation with us. Everything else works. Where they find you at? What's your, what's your website address, your phone number, your cell phone, whatever you want to give the people listening to this so they can actually contact you? The, web, the phone number is 215-364-5030. It's being answered all the time. Our normal business hours from 8 until 6. Phones are being picked up. You're being transferred to the, to the people who are answering calls. That's number one. Number two, our website, obviously, calraylaw.com. Uh, you, you go on there, you see our emails, you just shoot an email. I've been telling my clients for years this. The easiest way to get a hold of me is by email. Shoot me an email because even if I can't pick up a phone and talk to you, I can look at my phone and answer the email. My email is E-R-A-Y-Z, E-R-A-Y-Z, at CalRayLaw.com. Lawrence's is Al Calicman at CalRayLaw.com. We will answer emails. We do answer emails. I mean, our work hasn't stopped. One thing, just last night, I got, an, uh, I got an email from uh, to review an agreement for a rental company from, from another attorney in Colorado that I work with a lot. So work hasn't stopped. Businesses haven't stopped working. It's just a matter of waiting it out. This thing is going to end. And when it does, there's going to be plenty of opportunity for everyone. Well, I want to thank you both for coming on today. I know I got a lot of information out of it. I hope the viewers get a lot of information out of it. And I really appreciate it. And thank you so much. And I will talk to you both soon. Thanks, Lance. Thanks, Lance.